Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are when you may hear this message. This is Reverend Kay Mortimer with Covenant Truth Ministries, and this is today's edition of Bible Bites. And my reading for today is found in Psalm 90 through 95. And so I hope you are joining me in reading the scriptures today. And I'd like to make a few comments from these chapters. Um, Chapter 90, we are told that the author is Moses. This was a prayer that Moses recorded for us, and they saw fit to put it into the um, Holy Scriptures, the Holy Holy Spirit saw fit to include it for us. And so I want to just bring out a few things about this. Uh, the first two verses are praise and exaltation of God, that he is the everlasting God. As a matter of fact, in verse 2, it ends with even from everlasting to everlasting you are God. And so I love that. You know, it's like a number line. If you had a number line and, and the number line goes all the way out this way and all the way out that way, and they kind of refer to that as like an infinity, infinity, uh, where it just never stops that way and it never stops the other way. It just is, is always from everlasting to everlasting. He is God. He is God. He created all things. He has always existed, and He is the Holy One and the Worthy One. I want to read verse 4 to you. It says this, For a thousand years in your sight are like yesterday when it is past, and like a watch in the night. A watch in the night was something that was like three hours long, three or four hours in length. Depends on whether you um, look at it as three watches in the night or four watches in the night. But For the most part, they were three to four hours. And so God is saying a thousand years in his sight is like that. It's like yesterday when it's past, when it's long gone. It's it's his view of time is so far different than ours. And Moses kind of carries this idea on down as we go into verse 9 through 12. I want to read that to you. For all our days have passed away in your wrath. We finish our years like a sigh. The days of our lives are 70 years, and if by reason of strength they are 80 years, yet their boast is only labor and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we will fly away. Who knows the power of your anger, for as the fear of you, so is your wrath. So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. This whole section uh, Moses is talking about here is really speaking of the brevity of life he is stressing the fact that life is brief we don't we're not promised tomorrow we only have a certain amount of time to be on this on this earth and we need to make every day count gaining a heart of wisdom here will teach us to treasure life and to make the most of every day and every opportunity each day Not to spend our lives in wastefulness, but to invest in eternal values. Jesus talked about it like this, investing our treasures in heaven. So, beloved, I pray that that we will have that heart of wisdom and we will number our days and realize that every day matters for the kingdom of God. Let's do what we can while we are here and while we're still able. And then I pray, verse 17, over every one of us that this will be true. Let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Praise be to God. And then in chapter 91, 
Um, Psalm 91, that's a beloved psalm that many of us are clinging to, especially in this season uh, of time and with everything that's going on in the world. And it is a beautiful psalm, and it does have beautiful promises. The author here is not named. It's, it's totally unknown. Nobody is given specific credit for it. It does come in between two chapters that were written by Moses, but it also refers to the secret place of the Most High God, which may have taken us to maybe David or Asaph or some of those that were involved in the tabernacle of David as the author. We do not know and we cannot say because it's not named for us. But the psalm itself speaks loud and clear. Matter of fact, it was a special um, a special psalm that I'll always remember in a, in a night um, when we had difficulty through some tornadoes that we were um, in the area at a particular place that we were and there were a lot of tornadoes and that kind of thing. And, and it was a very special psalm that we all, uh, several of us, relied upon in that season of our life. So Psalm 91 it comes with beautiful promises. But I want you to know that the promises, in essence, hinge on the first two verses. Because they're specifically designed to, um, to be the benefits and features that someone who is doing the first two verses is promised in this chapter. The first two verses say, He who dwells, not visits, dwells, lives, abides in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him I will trust. And for the person that does that, then these blessings will follow them. These provisions and promises are granted to them. And it's a beautiful chapter, and I certainly hope you read that chapter and benefit from everything that it teaches us and it promises to those who are abiding in the Lord and in the secret place with God and saying of him, he is our God and we trust in him. Psalm 92, this one is listed to be uh, the author as Moses, and it's also listed as a song for the Sabbath day or the day of rest when we take our day of rest each week. And the day of rest is designed to be a time where we, we recuperate and we rest, body, soul, and spirit. But it's also designed for us to really focus on God and on family and on just the blessings that the Lord has given us. So he starts out talking about it's good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to his name to declare his loving kindness in the morning and his faithfulness every night. And so that's a daily act that we can do, whether it's Sabbath or not, whether it's our rest day or not. Do these every day. Declare his, his mercies in the morning and his faithfulness every night. But then even in our worship, you go on and you read, and it's including musical instruments, worshiping the Lord with song and with, with music and with praise and honoring him giving him a harmonious sound, it talks about, blessing and extolling his great works. Oh, hallelujah. It's a beautiful psalm to recognize these things. Hallelujah. And then I want to read verse 12 through 15. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. They shall be fresh and flourishing to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness 
in him. This speaks of our, our fruitfulness, our ability to be planted in God's house, even among a local congregation, a church somewhere, a congregation of believers, and then be growing and not only growing in ourselves, but also bearing fruit for others. Praise God. Psalm 93 is, a, is not named as is 94 and 95. So none of these three psalms that remain give us the author. We do not know. Um, even in the New Testament, I looked up um, one of these passages that's quoted from one of these chapters, and it just says, as the Holy Spirit says. So it's not named, and we don't know other than the Holy Spirit who the author is. But in 93, it speaks of God's majesty, his might, and his, king, his kingdom and his kingship. And I just wanted to point out in verse 5 where it says, Your testimonies are very sure. Holiness adorns your house, O Lord, forever. Holiness adorns the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. In Psalm 94, again, the author is not named. And it talks a lot about the evildoers and how they think they're, that God's not seeing them or hearing what they're doing and that they're going to get away with it. But... In verse 8 through 11, we find that is not so. It says clearly here that God does hear, God does see, and he will correct them. He will work. He knows the thoughts of man that they are futile, he says here. So God is going to take care of it in his time. And then in verse uh, 17, how many of us can repeat this, that in times of trouble, um, in times when we needed him, he was always there. It says in 17, unless the Lord had been my help, my soul would soon have settled in silence. Hallelujah. We know and we praise God for being our help. And then in Psalm 95, it also is not named for us in terms of who the author is. But I wanted to read to you verse 6 and 7. And I want to leave you with this as we draw down to a close. Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Praise be to God that we can worship the Lord, kneel before him. He is our God. He is covenanted with us. We are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. And he is the Lord our shepherd leading and guiding us. Praise be to God. And I just uh, thank you and I, I trust that this has been a blessing to you and that you can join us again for future episodes of Bible Bites. God bless you today.